1: by Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lynn. Hi, Emily! Happy Timmy Oliphant Cake Day! Happy Timmy Oliphant Cake Day! We made it! We made it to the best holiday! I'm so excited. I'm, I'm thrilled that we get to sit here, talk about cake, talk about Timmy, and that's it.
0: What else would we need to talk about?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Well, how are you doing other than, you know, the the holiday today and the holiday yesterday? You know, since we don't know whether or not it's the 30th
0: or 31st, we thought, you know, might as well have it both days. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know, what sometimes like Christmas celebrations spread out over a couple days because you'll have Christmas with one person and then you have Christmas with like the other side of your family. This is the same, only it's just extra cake and extra Timmy Oliphant.
1: Yeah, it just it's never going to end like the slices of cake, you know, they're going to end. But then Timmy Oliphant doesn't because you can replay old episodes and old
0: movies with Timmy in it. So it's a holiday that just keeps on giving back. Here's the thing, really, about Tivio on Cake Day is it's something I realize every time I eat cake, which is I like the idea of cake more than I like the actuality of cake. <laughs> <laughs> Even like really good cake, I'm kind of like, eh, I'd rather just be eating like pie or a cookie or like chocolate mousse. But cakes are pretty and they're fun to make and they smell good. And you would take pictures of them. And it's Timmy Oliphant Cake Day, not Timmy Oliphant Pudding Day. So we had cake. Yeah, c- cake is a
1: good item. It's full of delicious things like
0: bread and sprinkles and eggs. And those are three ingredients. You mix together bread, sprinkles, and eggs. <laughs> stick it in the oven. And that's a cake. You pull out a
1: cake. I made mine with Greek yogurt, and it was actually Ooh. pretty good. I replaced um, oil and eggs, and then just got like funfetti mix, and then mixed like some water and some Greek yogurt. It sounds like terrible, but it's actually pretty good. And then I did a frosting with um, Cool Whip, um, the vanilla Jello, but like just like the the Jello dust, and then vanilla extract. And, yeah, it's some milk. It was pretty good. I have, like, extra in the freezer. And Carlos
0: is like, I'm going to have to have more of that later. I'm like, you know where it is. I made an orange-flavored cake with milk chocolate frosting. It was very good. It tasted like a chocolate orange, which is what I like. I overbaked it slightly, so it's a little bit dry. But because I'm, I don't know, I'm so used to my, like, This is the thing, because I have found, at least with my oven, anytime I make anything frozen from Trader Joe's, it takes longer than they says it does. So now I add time to anything that I'm making, and I should have checked the cake sooner than I did. Because I just assumed, like, my oven runs cold, but I think it's just Trader Joe's has bad instructions.
1: Funny enough, um, Friday, I, like, I've been in Trader Joe's before, but, like, I legit, like, went shopping at Trader Joe's the other day oh my god I love it and I had just got back I was um I was very tipsy I had a little bit too much of sangria and I was walking around <laughs> Trader Joe's like you know I was on the phone with Carlos too and I don't know if it was just because like I had him and like I had him on my airpods like in one ear and there's just a lot of people and it was loud it was like just like such like a sensory overload and I'm just like, oh, my God, like there's so much going on. And then the like, people are trying to like talk to me and everything. And I'm just like, wow, like this is a lot. I mean, I got some stuff that I liked. I got some different types of cheeses. I got have good cheese. They do. Um, I got some like salmon patties, um, some cauliflower ganache, um, and some other stuff I can't think of. But I'm very happy with all my purchases.
0: And- are the salmon patties like the frozen Sammy- salmon burgers? my mom just texted me those being like hey you got it because they just recently got a trader joe's near them Mm -hmm. i mean it's not like close it's like 45 minutes away so they do like a once a month trader joe's trip because i always rave about trader joe's and would used to send my mom like care packages of trader joe's snacks and shit so now uh, i'll just like get pictures of things that they've tried that she likes which is good because i haven't tried the salmon burgers but she says they're really tasty yeah i
2: really
1: like them i put them in the air fryer though i think the next time i'll put them on the pan because for some reason like the air fryer like it just took like too long of a time i'm thinking like i'm hungry i want these burgers fucking now but i also have to remember they're frozen so maybe i'll put them in like my dutch oven pot next you know some oil in the bottom so that they get like nice and nice and crispy and full of juices that sounds good yeah Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your cake. I'm also glad that we got to see pictures of
0: everyone's cakes. So many people. I'm really, I was shocked. We got lovely cakes from lots of people. Rebecca sent us an amazing one, like a pavlova that she had made with Timmy Olafant on it. Um, Christine did a devil's food cake and she crumbled up Oreo cookies and it was in the shape of like a cowboy hat and a mustache and a beard. So it looked like Bullock from Deadwood, and I was so pleased. Um, who else sent us? Kim sent us a gorgeous looking like, vegan apple cake, I think. Yeah, it was and pretty good. And Turbo at Tim Tam's and was watching the terrible Die Hard movie. If I'm forgetting, but I'm sorry, but seriously, like the fact that people were tweeting about it made me ridiculously happy. And I did get a couple of tweets of, like, what is this now? And then I had to explain to them that we're stupid. But <laughs> did you watch anything on Timothy Oliphant cake day? I wasn't able to, but Emily, the night is still young. Yeah. And also, again, like, just looking at pictures of Timothy Oliphant also counts. We've said this. I know. Now I'm eyeballing that carrot cake that Aaron Boyd made. And Oh, Yeah. Void yeah. He had, he had carrot cake that looked delicious.
1: And it's on this like cute little like paper plate with like shells on it. And I swear, like some paper plates are just like so cute and they just make me like so happy because like, you know, it's a paper plate. So you think that, oh, it's just paper, but like they get so creative with that paper. It just
0: is, it's not it's generally a thought that I've had, but okay.
1: Bananas to me, just how cute like some, um, some plates can be like I have stashed up these like 90s um, Phantom Menace plates. I'm not sure if I've used them yet or if they're still like at my parents' house. But like I it's like fine china. Like I don't even know <laughs> when I'm going to get that out. Like, it's still Keep in the bag and everything. Pass
0: down to your grandkids.
1: Yeah, this is Ewan McGregor. He played Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi in many shows and movies. You probably know him from the Disney Plus series that played when I was just a youngling.
0: <laughs> so I watched a couple things. I watched Scream Two, which I remembered being bad and was <laughs> even worse than I remembered. Here's what I'll say about Scream Two, is I saw some people like when they were doing like Scream Rewatches and a lead up to the new movie that were seated on like his performance in Scream Two. I will say this he is giving a performance that is at the level everybody should be at in that movie, which is that he is playing like a fucking soap opera villain. And that is the level everyone should be at because it is fucking scream too. And who gives a shit, but the only one else at his level is Lori Metcalf. So he seems really weird, but I actually, I agree with what he is doing, <laughs> <laughs> which is being ridiculous. Um, I watched a movie called high life which is from, like, I don't know, like, early 2000, in which he plays a... It's, like, set in the 80s for no real good reason, except they want it to make an 80s movie. He is, like, a morphine addict, and his, like, ex-cellmate gets out of jail and comes find him, and then they plan this ATM robbery, because this is, you know, early 80s. So I guess the reason to do it is because ATMs were sort of, you know, they're still a novelty then. But it was supposed to be like a comedy crime drama. And you can tell they are wanting to be making like a Coen brothers or like mid nineties uh, thing. And there was not enough comedy nor enough crime to be good on any level. And it was weird to see Timmy Oliphant as, a, I don't like seeing people inject drugs. I can watch drug addicts movies, but when there's needles, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't I don't like that at all. And he was charming in it cuz he's Timothy the even when he's playing a morphine addict, he's like a charming morphine addict. Oh, of course. He looks like He did look like shit. They did a good job <laughs> making him look like a goddamn drug addict, I have to say. <laughs> like all stringy hair and stuff. But it was not very good. But it was only like an hour and 18 minutes. And then I watched a couple episodes of Justified and Justified is awesome and I just started season 4 a pretty timmy packed day yeah i was gonna watch a little deadwood and then like how depressed do i want to be i thought about going to re-watch the deadwood movie because i've only seen that i think twice but then i just watched another episode of justified instead because i'm like this is lighter. this is what i'm in the mood for exactly i don't even know what i'm gonna get back into deadwood because
1: that takes like some dead attention
0: yeah you gotta pay attention to that show
1: yeah, I know. It's been a long time since we reviewed it. I know, I feel like I should have done my homework and come back with the, the Deadwood, you know, watch. But, man, my weekend was full of uh, football and my dad's birthday, so. Oh, happy birthday, Brittany's dad. Yeah, he... It was funny. He he always asks for like specifically like Amazon gift cards. And this year, like he got some Amazon gift cards, but did my sister and brother decided to get him some sweaters. And like he's too nice to say that he hated them, so he would just look at them and he'd be like, "Oh wow!" <laughs> oh,
0: I love dads. <laughs> oh my god, my little brother turns twenty this week. Oh, my God. On uh, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday he turns 20. That's not allowed. That's not okay.
1: He needs to go to, like, Neverland. Just, like, stay <laughs> yeah. stay 19. I'll call it Peter Pan. Oh, Peter! <sighs> well, because
0: in my head, he's still, like, 11. And yeah. definitely not an adult at college.
1: Well, yeah, it's, like, rusty with me. I still think he's, like, 12. And when he tells me he's, like, going out and, like, doing things, I'm, like, what? I'm, like, you have friends? like you, you go places like no you hang out with us like what you're going to the movies instead with us, some other people rather than us like no we go to the movies together it was so cute the other day because uh, we were supposed to go see the new jackass movie together and um, my sister texts me saying oh we can't go anymore i'm like oh like do you have to go to the gym and she's just like uh sure and then i asked rusty i'm like i i get to the house the other day i ask him like hey Like, why can't you go to the movies? And he just, like, looks at me, like, blankly. And I'm just like, are you going to go see it with other people? Like, he just, like, looked like I was about to, like, expose him for murder. It was so funny. So now I have no one to see Jackass. No, I'm kidding. I'll I'll see it with Carlos. But now I'm like, well, maybe I don't want to see it in the theaters. Because that's too much money to spend on people doing dumb things. But Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville, like, make me laugh too hard for, you know... For me to resist,
0: yeah, it's probably a good time in the theater because then there's like people. I mean, I know you want to avoid people, but it's probably a good movie to see with people. <laughs> like, if you're gonna see a movie with people, that's a good one to see with people,
1: yeah. I know. Uh, there it was on MTV a couple of nights ago, so we're watching like the first one I grew up watching. It a little bit, and then I watched a little bit. I think Bam and Ryan Dunn did like a show on MTV too. Because I mean, I obviously it started off as the show, then it was a movie. Yeah, then then there
0: was like lots of auxiliary shows.
1: Exactly. I always loved like Bam's parents and like when they would get in on the pranks too. um, We're watching the movie, and it it was the one where they put the alligator in the house. Oh my god!
0: (laughs) It's so goddamn funny that alligator sequence kills me
1: <laughs> it does and her reaction of just like is it real <laughs> oh no Th- and- those
0: poor poor people
1: <laughs> oh especially the one where they replace her husband with some other random guy <laughs> and they put him back in the bed and they go in the hallway and shake hands with each other <laughs> Yeah, this is the kind of shit that just makes me laugh but you know and that's the thing is that like most of those guys like you know they're good like steve-o steve is great like he's on some podcast he's done like hot ones and he's like very he's very well spoken his cute little raspy voice but yeah i like all those dudes yeah especially chris who always likes to do stuff with his penis because like <laughs> i can't relate but i f- that's that's great
0: yeah, God, bless. God no, bless. So over overall I think the first Timmy Oliphant cake day was a success. hmm There was cake. There was Timmy Oliphant. People participated.
1: Yeah, I was happily surprised that we got a lot of cakes, a lot of Timmy. Like we're gonna have to like keep this shit going, you know. I can't imagine oh, yeah. how many cakes next year we're gonna have. <laughs>
0: I mean, we couldn't even remember the date of it this year, but... Well, I
1: mean, I I feel like that's the magic of the holidays. Yeah. So, like, we, we sincerely don't know whether or not it's the... On my calendar on my phone, it's the 31st. Okay. But... But... I know that, you know, the 30th, you know, I woke up yesterday thinking, like, oh, man, it's a good day. Not only because it was a good day yesterday because Kansas City, City lost, but, you know, it was a good day because it was Timmy Oliphant
0: Cake Day. And then today, even though it was Monday, it's still Timmy Oliphant Cake Day. But Well, you know how sometimes you have, like, the holiday and then you have the holiday observed? So you yeah. have, like, Timmy Oliphant Cake Day and then you have Timmy Oliphant Cake Day observed. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's, but no. Thanks, thanks for everybody who like tweeted us or made cake or retweeted us or tweeted at us, being like, "What the fuck is this?" now? <laughs> because we definitely confuse people. Exactly. But- that is, there is that moment where I'm like tweeting all this shit, and then like, "Fuck, man!" Like, fucking Pablo Hidalgo follows me. God damn it.
1: <laughs> Your good friend Pablo. He maybe he learned something new. Maybe he like knows Timmy, and he's going to tell Timmy, hey, do you know that uh, you have a holiday? And then that's how, like, he's going to find out that he has a holiday. is like, from Pablo, your friend, Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah, my good friend. Now we'll find out from your other friend, good friend, Chuck Windig. Like, maybe he knows, like, Chuck Windick somehow. And Chuck Wendig probably Windig, saw, too. Chuck Wendig created cop Amp. It's all connected. It's all connected. You see? <laughs> how could I forget that Chuck Wendig, your good friend Chuck Wendig, created... The man, the myth, the legend.
0: Great, the way Star Wars works, he had no idea Cobb Vance was in the show until Cobb Vance showed up in the show, but... Gotta love Star Wars. <laughs>
1: I think at this point, I like your friend uh, Chuck Wendig more than actually Star Wars.
0: Oh, definitely. Locus <laughs> because well, Chuck Wendig's not a piece of shit, and Star Wars is kind of a piece of shit. Like, a time. <laughs> Just a like, little bit. Like, like Chuck Wendig isn't making a video game with evil, like, racist, misogynistic bastards. No, never. He got fired because he was telling them to fuck off. <laughs> God damn <it. gasps> Yeah, we are a uh, pro Chuck Wendig, anti Star Wars, Star Wars podcast. <laughs> it's working out really well for us so far. <laughs>
1: Exactly. But we know that there's no one like us out here in the game. No one like us.
0: Which will become apparent when we fucking talk about Boba Fett. uh, (laughs) Exactly. Well, I mean, we might as well fucking get that out of the way now since we're here. I will say this. If this had been the third season premiere of The Mandalorian, I'd be like, hey, that was a cool episode. I like where this is going. There's some interesting stuff set up. I could have done with all the hey, do you remember that shit from the prequels? But whatever. However, when you're doing a show that only has what it's, it's like seven episodes, eight episodes? Mm-hmm. Six episodes? Whatever the fuck it has. It feels shitty. To have this episode that ties in for five seconds and the rest of the time has nothing to do with any of it. If it were t- 24 episodes of Boba Fett and you do one episode that's like, hey, and this is what's happening with our good buddy Mando, I'd probably be like, oh, that's okay. And there's some stuff in that I liked. I liked the armor. I liked the cool strip arc space station thing, I thought it looked neat. I like him making some armor for the little baby Yoda. However, I'm watching a show called The Book of Fucking Boba Fett. You know what I would like to see in The Book of Fucking Boba Fett? Boba Fett is Skimmies. I mean, yeah. Or anything to fucking do with the actual show. Yeah.
1: I agree. I fucking hated this episode. <laughs> I was so waiting for you to say that. I fucking hated it. I hated it. And I hated it because, you know, every time I would check Twitter, I would see, oh, my God, this is the greatest episode of Boba Fett. And I'm like, I'm so excited because I'm like, oh, my God, like, you know, we're it might be like cameo central, but like, OK, we're going to get some like Boba. We're going to get some action. And all we get is the fucking Mandalorian. Like, like we forget who the fuck he is. And. Even if this was, like, a standalone episode of The Mandalorian, like, I don't think it was that great of an episode. I mean, sure, we got, you know, that lovely planet, spaceship place. I don't know, for some reason it reminded me of what Walt Disney wanted Epcot to be. It kept, like, reminding me of, that like, that big, like, center that he had. Like, the big, like, picture of when you think of Epcot, you think of Walt Disney being like, this is Epcot. And then you get him on the spaceship you know, with the kid, and the kid's like, hello. And then he sees the kid again on the spaceship. And just, I thought it was cheap. I thought it was cheap. I thought it wasted my time because I am here for Boba Fett. I, I put on Twitter, I'm like, you know, I'm really excited about Boba Fett. You know, he's becoming one of my favorite characters. And then this episode hits and I'm just confused. You know, I'm disappointed that Star Wars really didn't think that boba fett was enough so they wanted to bring the mandalorian in to get people's attention like i think that's cheap i think that's embarrassing and i think that shows that you know this is what star wars is becoming it's becoming this thing where you know these characters like you know all of a sudden everyone's like oh my god i'm so invested in Boba book of boba well yeah you're fucking invested because it's not about boba anymore it's about this other character that sure you liked him in this show but he's not in this show like i don't understand why we have to do this everything connected, everything's connected bullshit, but also using these characters that have gotten famous to put them in other episodes just so that they're considered good. Like, it makes me so mad.
0: Or, like, actually connect it more. Like, if the whole if the episode had been, like, Mandalorian and Fennec Shand go on a message for Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I could have dealt with that. But this felt so disconnected. Like, it felt like it, all this is doing is setting up future Mandalorian shit. And look, I like Mandalorian problems with their side. And I get there going to this whole, like, oh, everything is going to, like, connect. And we're going to have some big stupid fucking Avengers thing shoot me in the head right now. I hate it. But this just didn't, like, this wasn't, like, a connective thing. Like, it was just an episode of The Mandalorian. And, like, I Like, again, like, if this had been the premiere of Mando season three, cool. Like, the idea that, you know, there's only, like, two of the children of the Watch left. And he's taken off his helmet. And so if he wants to be in the fucking, like, cult that he's in, he's got to go to the fucking underground waters of Mandalore that you can't get to anymore and atone for his sins. Like, that's a cool arc. You know he's gonna reconnect with the little baby Yoda and give him the little baby Yoda chainmail or whatever. Like that's a cool arc, but set that up in the fucking Mandalorian, not in the book of Boba Fett, where I want to see more about Boofet because Fett's cool. Also, all the like, oh look, it's fucking big. yeah. I know what fucking Bigger's Canyon is, man. Like I don't care. I don't care that we've seen this ship before. Also, that's a really stupid ship for the Mandalorian to have. His old ship had, you know what it had? Fucking living quarters. Which you need if you're a goddamn bounty hunter who travels around all the time. You can't just be in a little ship where you're just in the little cockpit all the time. That's a terrible way to be a bounty hunter. You know, as a prequel
1: lover, you know, I saw this. I thought, oh, like, that's a Naboo Starfighter. Like, that's cool. I thought that for one second. But then Mando decided to fly the ship through, basically, the Mos Espa, you know, the, the fucking pod race. He's doing the fucking pod race course. And I'm thinking, like, what is this for? I don't understand what this is for, what this is doing. And then I realized, like, this episode is fan service because what does Star Wars love so much more than anything more than, you know, writing a cohesive, complete fucking story is fan service. And the fact that they can't get away from fan service is disappointing and it it makes me upset because, You know, why am I getting invested in this character and this story if they're just gonna turn it around and be like, you look at this character. Like, he's so much more popular than Boba, so we're just gonna do a whole episode about him. And Baby Yoda, like, even though he's off doing his own shit... We're going to interrupt his time with Luke just so that he has a moment with Mando again so that everyone can cry and so that everyone can think this is the greatest thing they've ever seen on TV. This is like, you know, like uh old yeller or something. I don't fucking know. But oh, it, I it hope really it's not old yeller
0: because that does not end well for Baby Yoda if Baby Yoda is old yeller. <laughs>
1: I don't think it fucking ends well for Baby Yoda anyways. I think it's cheap, too, that they're having this arc where he has to go see Baby Yoda. Like, no. First off, you can't fucking see Baby Yoda. Like, the armorer told you that, you know, Jedi can't form attachments. And... You know, I know that it sucks to see the Mandalorian sad about Baby Yoda, but, like, I don't give a fuck. Baby Yoda fucking left. I don't fucking care. He's gone. He's not here. It's time for Mando to fucking shine. Don't care about the little green thing anymore. He's not, He's not here. He's not here. He's not seen. So let's let Mando have his own time. Let's have Mando talk about Mando and not just look at a little thing being sad. That little ear, like, this little package I made for For Grogu, looks exactly like Grogu. Like, I think he's interfering on Grogu's time. I think that if he really loved Grogu, he'd let Grogu do his own shit with Luke. Even though we all- even though we know how that ends. We want him to go save Grogu because we know that the Jedi Order goes to shit. Because the Jedi Order's always been shit. And no one knows that because... I don't fucking know, but I... I'm disappointed like this episode like I feel like I don't like it even more because I was expecting it to be like way more than it was you know seeing everyone talk about like how this episode was amazing and it got me really excited but now I'm just fucking angry okay
0: counterpoint Amy Sedaris used to fuck a Jawa oh yeah
1: I think that's the greatest thing from this episode is that she used to fuck a Jawa and that they're really hairy I have
0: so many questions. I mean, first I want to know, I mean, look, her business is her business. I do kind of want to know the gender of the Jawa she fucked because I would like to know like what kind of furry we're talking about here because I want to know if like all Jawas are, I mean, I don't know how many genders Jawas have, but I want to know like if there's like, it's like, are we talking like a furry, like Jawa penis? Are we just talking like they're very hairy people? Uh, I want to know. I want to know if they're furry all over. I want to know how many Jawas she dated for her to determine that she didn't want to date any more Jawas. I mean, sometimes it just takes one. That's what they all say, though. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, obviously the next step is for her to date uh, Black Horsandans.
1: Oh, definitely. I think that's in the cards. I think that they'd be a great match together. Um the height difference is nice, you know. It's nice to be like swept away by a giant
0: giant tall Wookiee man. Yeah, he's like a super handsome Wookiee dude. And he's like just likes to drink and rip arms off people and that seems like something she could appreciate. And he has a cool name. Like, Emily,
1: think about how many, like, in the next five years, how many people are going to name their fucking kids Chrysantin? (laughs) I can't fucking wait. I'm going to, like, help
0: Zero. You can name your dog Chrysantin. Don't do that to your kid.
1: Carlos and I, like, ten years are going to, like, bring our kid to preschool. And he's going to be like, I made a new friend. We're going to be like, oh, my God, who's a new friend? (laughs) Chrysantin. Oh,
0: my God, I'd lose my shit. Yeah, I don't know I just and it's not even like oh like fan service is all bad there's been fan service I enjoyed I just feel like all of pop culture now is the only thing it's doing is to like emulating the fucking goddamn Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen meme and by the way that meme can now die but that's that's all of pop culture now it's just hey it's that thing you recognize we're not gonna do anything with it It's just that thing you recognize. Aren't we cool for showing you that thing you recognize? Aren't you cool for recognizing that thing? You're so cool and smart because you recognize the reference that we're making. I just, it's, it plays to like the worst of fandom and it makes me exhausted.
1: It's hurtful for, you know, people like us who, you know, want stories, want development. You know, we come here for Boca Boba and what are we getting? A bunch of Leonardo DiCaprio, like, pointing (laughs) at the screen. Like, that's not what I want my... My experience with Star Wars to go. You know, when I think of stuff like that, I think of that stupid fucking scene in The Rise of Skywalker when all the ships come and save the, the day, and just it's every fucking ship you can think of, and it's they're there, and they're trying to do like the the end game thing where all everyone comes up and saves the day, and
0: I'm just sick of Star Wars's lazy script writing. Yeah, again, like you put it as an episode of Mandalorian, I'm fine. I like I don't care. Like okay, you're setting up some stuff. I'm sort of halfway interested in, except I still think the dark saber looks like shit in live action. But the, and that's just the design of it. There's there's it's not they don't have the technology to do it. What I don't think there's a way to do the black. Sa- I mean the dark saber without it looking like a placeholder, unfinished special effect, just by the nature of what it is, and so it looks silly when he's fighting with it. I think it's interesting that they're
1: trying to start this like, oh, you know, it's all about energy and this or that. And everyone's like, ah, fuck, is Mandalorian going to learn from a Jedi? Jedi is going to teach Mandalorian or my favorite one, Luke Skywalker is going to teach the Mandalorian. To use the dark saber. Dude, I, I would be so mad. But I would be so glad to sit here and talk shit about this episode knowing that every other person watching this is going to be like, this is the greatest Star Wars that I've ever seen. I'm going to jack off to this for the rest of my... Not saying that like everyone's like that. But it just really seems to me that this episode is just getting way too much positivity for what it should have been. Like This is an episode for Boba Fett. And the fact that everyone is just so enamored with this episode because you know sure we got you know some prequel callbacks we got some mandalorian we got you know some information regarding that yeah good for him for fucking standing up for himself and saying that took off my helmet like that's good to not lie because trust me i've been there where i fucking lied and then they and i got my ass chewed for lying and that's not okay but yeah good for him but i I'm very conflicted because even if this was an episode of The Mandalorian, I would still feel cheated because this episode did nothing other than, you know, reveal that, you know, Boba Fett, not Boba Fett, exactly. That um, Mandalorian has to go make sure to get his Mandalorian rights back, you know? So he has to go under somewhere that I'm already forgetting and get, get his, I don't even know. Like I'm, I'm so upset that this episode went the way that it did because i'm so invested in boba and i feel like not that like anyone is and i feel bad when i'm saying like everyone because it's like i know there are some people like us who are like really hoping that we get some boba but i just feel like it's very cheap for star wars to do this it's like it's advertising this is what this is is advertising bringing back baby yoda is advertising and
0: well the other thing is look i get like everything is connected and that's fine but and I say this as somebody who watches all the shit. It would be nice if you don't have to watch all the shit. My feeling is it should be a bonus if there's stuff that connects all this shit together. But things should still stand on their own. And this doesn't stand on its own anymore because they shoehorned this Mandalorian episode in. which it just It's a complete break from the show, which means if you just want to watch Book of Boba Fett, you can't. Because this episode is nonsensical that way. And I just, I, I, just on the core level, I resent that.
1: I agree, and I resent this episode too because the writers then knew that Boba wasn't enough, and they had to add this episode in, and that just makes me really sad because I think Boba is enough. Like I think Boba is becoming a very interesting character who i'm very invested in i'm very invested in his story and his you know heartbreak from what happened with the tuscans and him trying to become this like mob boss cuz he's like every trying to do everything that you know, a bounty hunter, like, wouldn't do. And he doesn't want to be a bounty hunter anymore. Like, I think that's so interesting. The fact that they have to shoehorn this episode of The Mandalorian into something that I'm very invested in is very hurtful. And it's it's making me think, well, should I get invested in anything anymore with Star Wars? Because they're just going to find something to advertise in this next episode. Like, is this becoming, like, The Bachelor where... Um, I'm watching TV, and then a commercial pops on. Like, I... I don't know. It was know. a terrible euphemism, but I'm just upset that I'm getting invested in something that's not invested in itself.
0: That's an interesting way to put it, yeah. Also, I'll say this, and it does not bode well for the next season of the Mandalorian. I don't give a flying shit about Mandalore and its goddamn fucking mythic history. God do I not care. And I get like Boba Fett, you have the whole hey, it's Boba Arjango and Boba Mandalorian blah blah blah, but they haven't really done that at all in the show because like Boba doesn't really care. He's got his own shit going on. I do not give a shit about the ancient houses of Mandalore. I don't fucking care.
1: Okay, Sal, you can start listening now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But... I agree somewhat. I mean, I feel like we got that like weird little flashback scene of the droids, you know, blowing up a uh, fucking Mandalore, and I'm thinking, is this all? No offense, but I'm thinking, like, I- is this really worth a flashback scene? Like, sure, it's interesting to get, you know, all these Tie Fighters up in the sky doing Tie Fighter shit, dropping bombs, but why? Like. Was it worth it, Star Wars? Like, was it worth the money to spend to see, like, was
0: it? Well, I, I mean, apparently that's going to be what all their fucking shows are now. So I guess they put some money in it. They can show it, like, on 20 other shows.
1: I don't know. I'm just disappointed in Star Wars. Like, I, I'm i shocked at my disappointment. Like, I I, de- I definitely feel like if I didn't check Twitter or anything or just like check and like ask like family members like responses to this episode like i would be less mad but yeah genuinely like i'm upset that something i'm invested in just isn't giving itself like the time or day when it should like i think that boba is really good but they
0: don't have to because they know that people will fucking wank themselves into a coma because they recognize a goddamn canyon from the fucking other movies so why bother to ever do anything new When the way to get a reaction is to do something that people recognize because it makes them feel special and smart because it's a thing they know. Why are they catering
1: to all these people and to all of these, you know, these people who just, like, make money, like, reacting to this kind of shit? Like, why are they catering to them and to not just fans in general you know star wars used to mean things to people you know you would watch movies and remember like you know i saw this with my family this was a good time not i saw this and this was really shocking and i got like five million views for my reaction like i feel like star wars is like kind of turning into that this like an ingenuine bullshit type of thing when you know, Star Wars to me reminds me of like friends and family, you know, like sitting by you and watching, you know, the Rise of Skywalker trailer or, you know, the fact that this brought us together to sit here and talk shit. Like it just, it means something to me. And I feel like it's deviating from that. And it's just really frustrating to watch something that, you know, I've grown up with and something that I used to be so familiar with turn into something that I'm not too familiar with anymore and something, but I'm not sure if I like anymore.
0: Well, I I say, it's all stuff I'm very familiar with, which is references to other things.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe I was blind to that. I mean, sure, you know, in the prequels, we'd get, like, little, like, snippets of, like, this was from this movie, this was from this movie. But, like, since, you know, we started seeing, you know, since, like, the sequels came out and everything and all these shows, like... It just, it's becoming, like, too much for me. And I, I've, like, muted Star Wars, like, all over, like, my feeds and everything. Like, I'm fucking done. Like, I'm done with the memes. I'm done, you know, with... I'm just done with a lot. Um, but I do enjoy coming here in this, like, safe place to, like, talk about, like, my opinions. Because, like, I can't feel like I can't do... I can't feel like I do that or can do that because... They're so differing from everyone. Yeah. So yeah. it's just... It's really frustrating because I feel like when I go on social media, it's very like, this is the greatest thing I have ever seen in my life. And look at this meme. This meme is so funny. And I think it's great. And it's going to get a ton of likes. And then like it just... Why can't we just like say things and that's it? Like I don't get this whole I gotta do this for attention. I gotta do this, you know, for this and like um, I don't know. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a really it's a really good episode of Boba Fett if you like making YouTube videos explaining things and drawing red circles around things. Yeah, good for you
1: guys. Like that's that's good that Star Wars is catering to you. And getting you a nice paycheck. So, I mean, yeah. Like, I don't mean that to say that in, like, sarcasm. I mean, shit. Like, good for you for getting, you know, money. But props, you know, the next couple weeks, you know, all the fan service we're going to get. You know, props to you guys and your reaction faces. You guys are going to make a lot of fucking money. I'm not sitting here shading Araj because Araj's surprise face is really funny. Especially when he has, like, Malik's face on when they do, like, little reactions together. They only did one. I thought that was pretty fucking
0: funny. I I'm like, man. No, no offense to <sighs> to Raj. I don't watch anybody's YouTube reaction videos. I can't. It is. I oh. can't do it. I can't. <laughs> oh, I
1: I don't either. Like, I I think the only reaction video I've watched was like Steele's when he's like crying seeing Luke Skywalker in the season two finale. Because, like, yeah. that's my friend and I'm proud. It's like uh, when uh, Taylor Swift won an award and her mom's like, that's my baby and I'm proud. Like, yeah. that's that's how I feel to steal, like, getting all those views. I'm like, that's my baby. I'm yeah. proud. So it's yeah, like, no. it's hard.
0: Yeah. YouTube is for yeah, watching theme songs from 80s animation that I suddenly have stuck in my head and need to watch. Or clips from, like, British talk shows and panel comedy shows that I cannot find on american television those are the things i use youtube for and occasionally like watching videos of people doing like wood carving
1: oh those are fun or like i like to watch like old vines or like tutorials like if i like need to like do like a nice like uh makeup look I, I go on youtube but like I, then you know like they're just so good and sometimes like their wing is so much better than like my wing like my wing is like like squiggly lines and theirs is like straight wing straight up but yeah.
0: no mostly i just I like know. watch like let's watch the rescue rangers theme song on repeat for 20 minutes
1: yeah, that's a good that's a good time spent on YouTube. Yeah. I'm glad maybe you should do a reaction video to you reacting to that twenty minute video. I mean
0: it's just be it just be me singing along with it. That, I think yeah, that's yeah, the whole Because yeah, can... anytime it's on, I'm yeah. just like ben Dale, rescue rangers. Yeah. It's awesome. It's the best exactly. thing song ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but again, like no disrespect to any of you who, you know, do reaction videos or everything anything. Like I I'm not here to sit here and, and, and talk shit about you. It just it's it's frustrating to me, like, seeing what Boca Boba and what Star Wars fandom has become and it's just making me like really like not interested and, in, you know, wanting to be part of it anymore. You know, sure it's nice to sit here with you and, you know, talk about these episodes, but I think that's like where I want to, you know, limit my exposure to Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Just to sit here and talk shit. I just want to
0: see our friend Boba again. And you know what else I had my I saw found myself thinking I I, hmm. I want to see I want to see Bad Batch season 2 cuz I want to I want to see Omega again. Cuz yeah, she's miss Omega. And I love her. Yeah, she's good. I miss
1: the boys. I miss the boys. I miss Omega. Um yeah, that was a good show. I was just thinking about it the other day. I think Lumberjack Nick was like drawing like a uh, Echo or something, and I'm like, oh yeah, Echo. I wonder how's that how's Echo doing?
0: Omega. She's so cute. I know that was a pretty good show. I liked it much more than I thought I was going to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it much better than this last episode of Book of Boba. <laughs>
0: Wanna see Cause I want to see Volifet. Because I like more Morrison and I want to see his shiny, shiny teeth. Why replace a beautiful
1: man in his underwear with a sad man being sad that he lost his little green friend? Yeah, I know. Like, oh my god. That doesn't make sense to me at all. And plus, like, we get flashback scenes. Like, we don't get flashback scenes with Mando. All we get is him fucking sad because he lost his green little friend. Like, we don't need to feel sad. We need to see, you know, Boba Fett and his undies. Yeah. And the beautiful
0: beautiful teeth. Yeah. I just want I just want to see Boba Fett and Phoenix hanging out and being cool and doing crime.
1: And and uh, Chris Anton, yeah, Black List,
0: and I want to see uh, Jennifer Beals, and I want her to hook up with Fennec Shand because they are both very, very pretty. And because Fennec Shand deserves to get some, like, you know, like she has a lot of stress in her life and has to deal with Boba Fett being a not very good crime boss, so she should have a nice skatey friend who she can have fun, sexy times with. And she has a robot stomach. Like, we need to give her
1: some more credit. The fact that she now has a robot stomach, like, she either needs, like, a week-long vacation or, like, some really good sex time. Yeah. Both.
0: Yeah. Vacation. Sex time. Yeah. Yeah. Placisanda can join in, too. That's fine with me. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. You might get a little, uh... You might have to get, like, the... The, like, uh
1: the the hairbrush thing where like it, the hair gets on the sofa you have to get the hair out yeah. but that's fine there's there's consequences but also there's good things that
0: happen yeah yeah I think it's worth it in the long run I
1: think the watching their sex scene would be better than this
0: episode oh I mean Man first Board of all of like even Boca even, Boca. even if I had liked this episode of Okiba I would say that <laughs> watching that sex scene would definitely be better but I'm just so annoyed. I've never been so annoyed with Star Wars before. Oh, I know. Like, this is, like, <laughs> you, this is, like, you have to, okay, do you remember Solo? I remember trying
1: really hard, like, grasping all my straws and being, like, yeah, it was okay. You know, I was almost more upset that it was, like, the first Star Wars movie that I saw with Carlos, and it was, like, that i'm like you're kidding me like every star wars i've seen since dating carlos has been shit and it's so <gasps> annoying you're to blame
0: i know your relationship cursed star wars i know god damn it britney i know
1: hey this is your fault too you helped with the integration to get him oh that's
0: true <laughs> Yeah, so you caused this ah, as much as I did. God, damn monkey's paws always fucking me over. I'd forgotten about that. That's funny.
1: So we are both to blame <laughs> for Star Wars turning the way that it is. All because I wanted to have sex with someone. Look what happened. Never have sex, kids. Never have sex because then your movie starts sucking. <laughs> I don't know, but Mandalorian was fine until they started adding some, like, uh, not-so-okay actors and then, you know, grabbing this little green guy. No, the little green guy is good. We like the little green guy. I like the little green guy, but I don't like how he's some, like, advertisement bullshit thing now. Like, I like Grogu. I really like Grogu. But what Grogu has turned into like the grogu would not be okay with all of the like the fame that he has got like grogu's that kind of guy that like you know doesn't like fame and like wants to go you know like live in like north dakota or something in his like nice little small home and not like hollywood just, like yeah, everyone just wants, wants to grogu. eat his little
0: blue cookies in peace
1: yeah like i i feel like it's just it's 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 too much, like too much, like he's too big. He's so big that like we can't focus on anything else anymore. And like, does that make me resent Grogu? Possibly a little bit now because of what the Mandalorian and Grogu like have become. They've become this like big thing that replaces Boba Fett. Like, here's this great series that's going really great. But no, we got to put Mandalorian here because we need money. We need people to buy the shirts. We need to buy the girl. Look at this spirit jersey. It has Baby Yoda
0: on it. We want people to buy it. So we need him to be in this episode of Book of Boba. Flashback to one year ago. Can you believe that you and I would be sitting here pissed off because we didn't get enough Boba Fett? I
1: can't believe, like, what our lives have turned into on Timiola Font Cake Day. Like, a holiday we made up, a character that we, we both didn't give I, two shits I'm about. i not to say
0: we made up. We found it. We found it. Okay, we found it. We found it. Okay, yeah. We founded this holiday. That's what you do to holidays. You don't make up holidays. You found them. Uh-oh, Brittany frozen. Yeah. Oh, wait. No.
1: It didn't freeze. Never mind. <laughs> wait, did I freeze? Oh, great. Oh, are you there? I guess so. I don't know what happened. My Wi-Fi you like, a little... You ranted,
0: like... you ranted so much at the screen, Rose.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that the computer screen is more done with me than the potential <laughs> listeners to this episode. I... Okay. I'm not sorry. Like, I genuinely did not like this episode, and it made me so mad seeing everyone that loved this episode and thought this episode was great because the Mandalorian is back and they forgot about our boy Boba. Like, that is not okay. Like, we do not forget Boba. We forgot him in the Starlight Pit for so many fucking years. And, like, I'm to blame for that because, like, before this I didn't give two shits about Boba. But then, like, he comes back and, like, he's in his undies And, you know, he's making friends with Tuskins and just so many other things is going on with his character. And then you put him to the side and put shiny guy on the screen like, no, 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 no. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me.
0: Shit. I am always delighted when I am the last negative person on our show. I get a big kick out of it. Yeah. It makes me really happy. <laughs> oh, dear. My
1: wife, my Wi-Fi, like, for the first time ever is, like, acting up. Like, she never does this. Like, she's always, like, really good, really fair. But this episode, like, she's just like, you know what? Like, this is getting a little too negative, Brittany. We got to, the boudoir needs to go from a 10-10 to a six so should we should we wrap it up yeah we should before my computer crashes because i don't want anything else to happen to this like great audio because i think this is a we're great not, episode we're,
0: we're, i mean we're not fucking recording this again so if this gets lost we're fucked
1: exactly like i'm we're just gonna like do an episode real quick just be like we didn't like the episode we're just gonna end it there
0: <laughs> britney's mad we had cake the end
1: yeah exactly like i think that that's how a lot of things end, actually, It's just Brittany's mad and there's food. <laughs> but yeah. Um, anything else we have to add to this episode? I mean,
0: this episode was shit, but anything else? I, I was fine. Just I didn't like it here. Um, nah, no, I, I, I don't care. I like Amy Sedaris, and I'm glad she, that she fucked a Jawa.
1: I think that's my favorite piece of material from this episode is that she fucked a Jawa that's it that's all I liked about this episode is that someone fucked a Jawa and they talked about it because no one talks about fucking Jawas like no one talks about it like they want to talk about fucking shiny guy the whole fucking time like it's not about him it's about Boba and fucking Jawas that's the only thing the show is about is him and fucking Jawas that's it that's all it will be so don't bring metal guy and little green guy into this shit because they don't belong here they don't I mean sure you can have them in here but when you do a whole episode about them like we can't fucking do this like we can't (sighs) Whatever. deep breath Whatever. well Emily um, where can we find you on the podcast on
0: social media I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind the show is at Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod you can send Brittany hate mail CantoBitePod at gmail.com Brittany where are you
1: well I'm going to put my uh, all my social medias in private after this but <laughs> you can find me if I allow so kind of you ridiculous. to on Twitter and Instagram as
0: Cantobright. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, everybody, for listening.
1: Yeah. To angry, angry Britney. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.
2: Here we go. Legaspes. Yo, 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 and away we
0: go. It's time to serenade my girl and bro. Sorry, the ladies where I had to say no. But if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Kanto. No shame in the game, make even Rogue One seem tame. But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main. Yeah, that's fire. Love on the rocks leaves the love on my socks Lindo fantastic leaves y'all shocked
2: Especially when y'all
0: truly whips out his cock yo. Canto bite, episode 100 hey,
2: yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E&B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends this is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my canto bitches Start off with my aussies, Catherine's a sweet one cash into lunch with canto bitch number one Josh made it a team and had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream that made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo and throw back some brews Fish tacos and San Fran, you know we approve Rebecca from Perth, I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fruity dude I didn't forget this is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches, all my canto bitches Rubia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grosso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse, be it scum and villainy King Tom, Death Watch, the most regal of fodder's. Got to behold the luscious locks of Estrada Shouted Rusty last time, so I shout a Raj too You know the list ain't complete without Lesson Boo This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if yaddle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top threes And you'll always be a bitch like me Get him,